Welcome to the Renewing the Center podcast. My name is Chris McDaniel, and we want to thank you for joining us today. Here at Renewing the Center, we're answering God's call to work for the spiritual renewal of the church. For more information, visit renewingthecenter.org. We're glad to have you with us today. Now, let's make some space for God's renewing work. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. We're going to read from Matthew 19 today. And actually, a portion of what we'll read is in the daily lectionary, if you're following along. But I'm going to back up and include also some words right before where the readings pick up today, just because I think the two words fit together. But before I do, I just want to say, if you've been enjoying this podcast and haven't done so, I would love it. And it would mean so much to us if you would give us a rating or a review wherever it is you access podcast content. We're uh, hoping to get the word out more about what God's doing here at Renewing the Center. And you can help us do that by rating and reviewing and also just telling friends, family, whomever. Enough promotion. Let me read, and then we'll pray. Then little children were being brought to him in order that he might lay his hands on them and pray. And the disciples spoke sternly to those who brought them. But Jesus said, Let the little children come to me, and do not stop them. For it is to such as these that the kingdom of heaven belongs. And he laid his hands on them, and he went on his way. Then someone came to him and said, Teacher, what good deed must I do to have eternal life? And he said to him, Why do you ask me about what is good? There is only one who is good. If you wish to enter into life, keep the commandments. And he said to him, Which ones? Jesus said, You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. Honor your father and mother. Also, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And the young man said to him, I've kept all of these. What do I still lack? And Jesus said to him, if you wish to be perfect, go, sell your possessions and give the money to the poor. Then you will have treasure in heaven. Then come and follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away grieving, for he had many possessions. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. God, I I pray that you would help us hear this word, uh, not as a legalistic uh, teaching of Jesus, God, but as an invitation to look at our lives and to move beyond where we feel in control. I ask you to help us now. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So I link the children being blessed to the rich young ruler, as some gospel passages interpret it, because I think the two are really connected. So if you read the first bit there, people were bringing their small children to Jesus, and they wanted Jesus to lay hands on them and pray for them. Uh, And I love this because I think it actually reminds us that there was something about Jesus that made parents think that he would want to do this. Now, the disciples rebuke parents, and the reason for that is that they thought, surely Jesus has something more important to do. And that's part of the problem. We think Jesus is interested in the same kinds of things and the same kinds of people that interest us, namely powerful people, people of privilege and position. Um, The disciples thought what many of us would think. They're like, surely he wants to spend time with more important people. And kids were not viewed as important people. Actually, kids were viewed um, in in a lesser light than we view them today. And Jesus rebukes his disciple friends and says, you've got it all wrong. Let the little children come to me. See, he wants us to understand that he loves speaking with people and interacting with people who do not feel great about themselves. He loves spending time with people who do not possess power. He wants to be with people who are aware of their neediness. And that's something we've been talking about a lot here on the podcast lately. And I believe that there's an invitation for you and me here to become more childlike. And I don't just mean like finger paint and 
um, play imaginary games. I mean to cultivate an awareness of our neediness and to begin to believe that Jesus really wants to spend time with us in the places where we need him most. And seemingly on cue, as Jesus is speaking about neediness and vulnerability, a rich man enters the scene. He's not just a rich man. He's a young rich man. Uh, Maybe the only thing more insecure than a rich man man would be a young rich man or the, uh, someone who would struggle with image management would be a young rich person. And so this young wealthy person just comes up to Jesus right after he speaks to the to his friends about powerlessness and his wanting to bless those who are powerless. And so what does Jesus do? He actually invites this fellow to reflect on his life and I love how he does it. First, Jesus says to this man when he asks the question, he says, keep the commandments. And then the man says, well, which commandments? And then Jesus starts with the big ones. Don't murder. Don't commit adultery. Don't steal. Don't lie. Honor your parents. Love your neighbor. And the guy's like, check, 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 check. I've done all of these since I was a boy. See, what the man says by answering this question is actually really good. He's been a decent guy. But he's been living within the realm of his competency. He probably was raised in a family that taught him to do those things, to honor. And I would say to you that many of us strive to live our entire lives within the arena of our competency and our strengths because it makes us feel like we're in control. And there's nothing wrong with being competent at the things that Jesus asked and this guy answered. It's actually really good. If you're not competent in the arena of the commandment of don't murder, you should really take that seriously. This guy is really saying nothing but good stuff. But he was good at these things. He felt confident. He felt trained. They were native to him. And many of us, we live our lives in the arena of the areas where we feel natively strong, talented, supported, by our families or our systems of relational networks around us. So what does Jesus do? Does he leave the guy in the arena of his competency? No. He says, one thing you lack. And in saying that, Jesus pushes this fella out of his comfort zone, out of his competency space. See, the gospel tells us in another gospel story of the same event that Jesus looked at the man, loved him, and said, one thing you lack. He essentially says, let go, move beyond the stuff you feel great about into something you maybe feel a little less secure with. See, Jesus is not actually saying everyone needs to give up all their money here. That's what he was saying to this guy. What he was basically saying is, I want you to remove barriers. I want you to grow. I want you to be a person that moves out of your comfort zone. The man said what he said in response to Jesus wanting to bless children. And in response to this man, Jesus is essentially saying to the rich man, become like these children. Let go of the things that are complicating matters for you. So I just want to ask you this question. What is at play in your life that is complicating things? Are there things you're holding on to that are hard to reconcile and they're creating complexity in your life that's causing you to become distracted or discouraged? Are there places where you feel invited by the Lord to risk and maybe you don't feel very confident, like you could take that step and be good at those things? I believe the Lord wants us to say yes to him, 
even if, maybe especially if, it pushes us out of our comfort zone. He wants us to be like children who are blessed because we have nothing to offer and we're invited to trust. Father, I pray for my friends and I ask you, Lord, to move us beyond a sense of competency and control. I pray, God, that you would help us to see that that's where we grow. And frankly, Lord, that those are the places where we become most connected to you, where we become most childlike. Help us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you felt moved or inspired by something in this podcast, an idea, an image, or an impression, carry it with you into your day as a prayer, coming back to it again and again in the spaces throughout your day. Be curious about what God wants to show you. What in your life needs to hear this word of encouragement, inspiration, or course correction? And be courageous in your response. The Holy Spirit will give you the grace to carry out whatever He places on your heart. And thank you for being with us today. We look forward to having you with us again next time here at Renewing the Center. Mm -hmm.